Hello, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Antelope Island State Park Podcast. My name is Trish, and I am the park naturalist out here at Antelope Island. What a year. (laughs) Now that 2022 is behind us, I wanted to spend a minute or 10 or more uh, reflecting on what we accomplished this past year at the park. What lessons or, or struggles we had and maybe some hopes for this year. So actually, to be honest, as I am recording this, it is still 2022. So maybe there will be a part two of this episode where I can give you some statistics on visitation and volunteer hours and things like that, uh, if that's something that you're interested in. But for right now, here's a quick rundown on some of the projects that we've been working on uh, in 2022 and some of the grief we've put up with. Uh, First, a win. The crew out here is, it really is the best that it's ever been from the top down. Uh, Everybody that's working out here is very passionate about the park and the resources and wanting to make it the best experience possible for you. So we have a really great team. Um, In addition to hosting our visitors and keeping the park running, we have been working on individual um, independent projects to make it better, to make this place better and safer and run more efficiently good funding has come into the park so we've been able to design and start some really great projects we have been working all year on this is one of my favorites because it's mine (laughs) uh we've been working on a gps driven audio tour for the park Um, this isn't quite finished there are a lot of little kinks and things that we're still working through but we're close so close Uh, you'll be able to drive through the park and an app on your phone will play a recorded message as you cross a gps threshold so as you pass a point of interest like say the beach you might hear about the significance of great salt lake's ecosystem or what makes it unique i'm really really excited about this one Uh, water was a big topic this year We've worked a lot on water. (laughs) Uh, We've improved the water system up at Mushroom Springs. That's the spring just above the historic Fielding Gar Ranch. Um, So we're using water a lot more efficiently down there. We brought a water line over for the horse concessionaire down there too, down at the ranch. So that makes things a lot easier for them. We added a huge water tank just above the bison corrals on this north end so that we can get water to the bison much easier and much safer than we were able to before. There is so much that happens behind the scenes during the bison roundup. And one of the major tasks that we all pitch in to help with is keeping those animals fed and watered while they're in the corrals. Usually we don't have to worry about it. When they're out on the range, they feed and water themselves just with the resources that are out here. But when they're in our care, when they're in the corrals, we have to keep them fed and watered. They eat about 40 pounds of grass per day, um, per animal. That's a lot. (laughs) Uh, And and they can also drink 15 to 20 gallons of water per day. So running the water truck back and forth from the fire hydrant at the marina where we fill and then through the corrals every day to keep those animals watered and those troughs full takes a lot of time. Now we can just fill up the tank before the event And then we can fill the troughs super easy. There are water lines going right through the corrals. We can fill those troughs um, a lot more simply. This was a huge 
win for efficiency. So much work went into this project, but it is going to pay off. Speaking of the bison roundup, what a great year we had. We corralled 778 bison without a single notable injury. The party also, in my biased opinion, was the best we've ever had. (laughs) It was so fun. Pony rides and face painting and bubbles and it was really great. I'm so excited to make it bigger and better every year. I'm I'm just really excited to just keep, keep it growing. We have been working on a virtual reality tour also for Fielding Gar Ranch, and we almost have all the bits and pieces that we need to get done for that. This is going to be a really great addition for folks who are visiting the ranch who may have mobility or other challenges. Watch for that coming very soon. Also down at the ranch, Carl has worked with the State Historic Preservation Office to get approval on some much-needed preservation work on the ranch house and blacksmith shop. So we should be seeing some facelifts on those buildings coming up soon. He has also been working with archaeologists on the Beacon Knob site in preparation for some interpretation panels going up there very soon. Panels, panels, panels. We replaced quite a few panels and directional signs on the park this year. These are signs that had faded or cracked just because they were old. And the elements out here are just really hard on things. Uh, Some of the signs and panels had been vandalized or stolen. So we put in a big effort to get those replaced this year. And also some directional signs that weren't quite uniform as far as font or you know capitalization was concerned we we made all those uniform as well speaking of uniforms you may have noticed that some of us are wearing green these days utah's division of state parks has changed uniform colors so we are now wearing more of an olive green shirt uh, and we get to pick our pants color Uh, we have to keep it in the range of kind of tan or beige to chocolate brown but that's really exciting now as with everything else right now we've run into some supply chain issues so you're going to see some of us in beige and brown for a little while longer oh 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 and our outerwear like our jackets and things are black now so that's exciting we are starting to see tour buses and out-of-state license plates again I loved seeing so many Utahns experiencing the island, you know, kind of during the COVID era when traveling was really restricted. But the diversity of our visitors really is one of my favorite things about this place. It's been really nice to see those tours coming back through the park. We welcomed new bighorn sheep this fall. This was a DWR project, and that was to diversify our sheep genetics and The really exciting news is that, at least for now, the sheep have been exploring the entire island. So folks are seeing them in places they're not often seen, like Buffalo Point and the gravel pit trails. Uh, So as you're exploring the park this winter, um, keep an eye out. You never know what you're going to find. We also brought in eight new bison bull calves from Kansas for the same reason, for that genetic diversity. And they've already blended in with the rest of the herd. But you can identify these guys by their yellow ear tags. And right now they're still small, but they are going to be king of the island very soon. Another big win for me is that I've hired an intern to help with this podcast. I'm really grateful (laughs) to be able to spend more time designing and hosting more programs and tours and less time at my computer recording and editing audio. 
So you'll still hear from me. I like doing this, but I'm excited to have a little bit of extra help, at least um, temporarily. We have added a day use amenity that folks have been asking for for quite a while. Picnic areas with fire pits. So we repurposed some underutilized campsites in White Rock Bay to be day use first come first served picnic sites with tables and fire pits so in the past if you wanted to have a fire you had to make a camp reservation even if you weren't planning on staying we didn't really have any opportunities for people to just come out and have a picnic with a fire now you have access to day use fire pits with no extra camping fee we have continued our relationship with the Northwestern Band of Shoshone Tribe this year, and we are collaborating with them on several projects. I am so grateful for the opportunity to continue this relationship and these conversations and be able to share more of a comprehensive story of the island and its resources. They have published a beautifully illustrated coloring book, which is available for purchase from our gift shop currently. And we are working with them to improve our junior ranger activity booklet. Uh, So a new version of this will be available very soon. And there are some other projects coming. So stay tuned for more from the Northwestern Band of Shoshone. We finally sold the last remaining Ford Bronco that was used to round up bison way back when we used to use trucks and helicopters to round up the bison. It no longer ran, and it was really an eyesore, and it was put out to pasture a long time ago. It was bittersweet to see it go. Glad to have that busted wreck get hauled away. It was an eyesore. Um, But it was a fun conversation starter because it was, I mean, it looked like it had rounded up bison. It was in pretty bad shape. Um, But that, that little bit of history has been towed off the island. We were able to finally replace our old dump truck too. So we have another big truck to plow roads with. And that is great news because it's just in time for what looks like a really snowy winter, which we desperately need. We issued over 60 permits this year for special events, commercials, weddings, and vendors. And it is so fun to see the causeway and the island in car commercials. So uh, there are a lot of car commercials already out there and airing that were shot from Antelope Island and several more that were recorded this year. Um, So keep an eye out for Antelope Island on your car commercials. And we have come into some challenges this year. We will start at the top with water. Water, water, water. The drought, of course, is bringing all kinds of water woes to us. The springs on the island, the freshwater springs where all of our critters and all of us get our our drinking water, they're still producing. But the nature of fresh water on this salty rock means that we are going to see the result of the drought several years afterward. There is a delay and we are starting to see a reduction already. So efficiency improvements like what we did at Mushroom Springs is going to be so important moving forward. Our shiny new campground in Bridger Bay came with its own set of water problems. We had several leaks before and after the campground came online. By the time we had all of those hammered out, the bison had figured out how to turn on the spigots at the individual sites and the dump station. So we had to scramble and work very quickly to pile up rocks uh, as a bison deterrent around those faucets. More supply chain problems meant that the restrooms for the new campground were delayed for a very long time. Once we did receive the buildings, we realized that there were pesky little problems like them being plumbed incorrectly and not tiled. So that took a little bit of time to 
sort out. Construction cost increases have priced us out of a couple projects that we had planned for this year. Some really great park improvements have been backburnered until we can either value engineer them, costs come down, or we receive more funding to pull them off. Overall, we had a really great year on the island, and I hope to see you often in 2023. Thank you for listening to the Antelope Island State Park Podcast. If you like what you hear, subscribe and tell a friend. If you don't, tell me. Send me a note at tackley at utah.gov and let me know what you'd like to hear more about. Park information and conditions can be found on our website at antelopeisland.utah.gov. Find us on Facebook at Antelope Island SP, Instagram at Antelope Island State Park, Twitter at Antelope SP, and you can search for us on YouTube. See you on the island.